It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I recently had one of our subscribers write into us, and I really appreciate when they do. And they talked to me about uh, the four words. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, I have four words that I say every Agile coach, every Scrum Master, every team member, every parent, everyone in the world should know. And those four words, uh, the first three are help me understand, because in this case, you're not necessarily shutting down any type of request. You're just saying, hey, help me understand how this might be relevant or help me understand where the funding is going to come from or help me understand how this is more important than other things I'm currently working on. It gives you the ability to really you know, leverage and jump into help me understand, right? Uh, and I think that those three words are just primary keys to help you resolve issues and get to root cause. And they lead to discovery, which I think is the number one piece that's missing in many Agile implementations. The fourth word that I promote is the word GROW. Now, GROW is an acronym. It stands for Goals, Reality, Options or Opportunities, and Will. What's our goal? How far away are we from the goal? What's our reality? You know, and uh, where, where are we today? What are our options or opportunities to get there? And what will we commit to do today as our first step? So I think if you understand those four words, that's going to get you a long way. Somebody else wrote back to me and said, I think you missed five words. And they called them the five magic words. Now, for me, I thought my words were good. And I was pretty happy with those words. And then I read this, uh, this email. And in the email, this individual We'll just call this individual Brian for sake of uh, protecting the innocent, right? And he says, over the last few years, I've talked with leaders and technologists in government industry, academia. And uh, he talks about all the different people he talked to. He says, during that time, I observed a tremendous opportunity to innovate in the name of delivering superior services. Uh, we tackled use cases in engineering, accounting, policy, acquisition, customer service, and a ton of others. Use case after use case piled up, and they all started to point the same way. Where do we begin? What do we want to accomplish? How do we get started? This repeatable process is what sets the stage for the magic words that I'm now encouraging everyone to say more often. So here they are. I've never done this before. Now, when I first read those words, I've never done this before. The first words that came to my mind were cop out <laughs> or excuse, right? Because it does sound like you're making an excuse. Oh, I don't know. I've never done this before. But if it's said with sincerity, I, I could see where it might be beneficial. He goes on to say, what I've realized over the last few years is in major deliveries, tiny successes and teachable moments. If we lined up on the same set of starting blocks, we all tried something that hasn't been done before. So much of the productivity and leadership space is trying to convince us that it's all been done before. We're collectively churning out playbooks, best practices, and proven methods that demonstrate that it has been done and this is how you do it. But the truth is, that's not true. When you can allow an environment where you can say the words, I've never done this before, that is to me, I'm going to go with a more advanced technique. And the reason why I say that is because Many organizations aren't satisfied with, I've never done this before. They are looking for some type of explanation, clarification, something additional. I've never done this before, just only goes so far. What I can tell you is that if you are using, I've never done this before, 
it implies that you have psychological safety at work. Anytime you can allow people at work to say that, I've never done this before. I don't know anything about this. Or we've never tackled this before as a team. It's going to require some investigation. It allows you to take into consideration all of the things that you need to do, risks included, to attune those to be a predictor for the future. What I've seen is that organizations often struggle with this, and it clearly points to there are other things that are killing psychological safety in the workplace. So I don't want you to try to be 100% predictive or 100% perfect, but what I do want you to say is, hey, I've never done this before. Let's dig in and see what we can discover. Use it as a precursor to gain experience, knowledge, and confidence. Uh, make sure you set clear goals and expectations and figure out what's going to lead to it. And don't be afraid to build on failure. If you can understand where this is coming from, then I've never done this before. It makes a lot of sense. The second thing that's good about it is it opens up discussions on risk and consequences. If a teammate says, I've never tried using multiple correspondence analysts on this data before. Okay, well, what happens uh, if we're spectacularly wrong? Or, uh, you know, is, is there any negative consequence that comes from us giving it a shot? And I think that if you have the conversations about risks, workflows, and other things that may come up as dependencies or blockers, it's going to help you to better understand how you can leverage these words to come up with a better way to discuss expectations and to anticipate what might come in the future. So if you're trying to mitigate stress and get people ramped up and get people excited and open discussion about risk and consequences, this is one great way to do it. All right, and finally, it creates the space to adapt on the fly. Many of these things in Agile, you know, I hear people say, we built a plan while we're in the air, or, you know, observe, orient, decide, and act, right? I mean, I hear all these different things. What I'm trying to say is, and I'm going to use comparison, this one's for you, Mike Kottmeyer, in boxing or MMA, <laughs> they say it's not the punch you see that knocks you out, it's the punch you don't see that knocks you out. So if you say you've never done this before, you'd set the stage for observing while working, which reduces the surprise and reduces the risk early on. And I think the big win here is it invites collaboration. When someone utters those magic words, it prompts you to ask, what are your concerns? And if you can get to the point where you can openly discuss those concerns without having fear set in, and everybody feels like their perspective is important and that you're trying to gather information, it allows you to do better over time. It basically normalizes reaching beyond your current capabilities. If you know that you've never gone here before and you say that, you may say, I understand that, but you've done X, Y, and Z before. Those are similar, and you can connect those experiences to this one. And this actually makes you the most qualified on a team to address this. Or, that's okay, we'll do it together and we'll learn along the way. Either way, it makes you a winner because then you're pointing out where the commonalities are just in case they're missing or you're volunteering yourself to dig in and do it together. And I think that if you prioritize these conversations to early when you're in the uh, ideation and discovery phases of building your backlog, it's going to help you have a better way to become closer as a team, to share mutual trust, to take smarter risks, and to really take ownership of the outcomes. 
It allows you to more clearly set goals and keep pushing forward. So, yeah, I, I like it. I like the direction it went. I'm surprised. At first, when I read it, I was thinking, oh, my goodness, it's just going to be another excuse. But I've never done this before used properly is actually a wonderful tool. That's going to do it for today. I hope you took away a lot from this episode. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. We'll